Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Somebody actually asked me uh, while I was away um, what was happening with Onakura. Interestingly enough, it's back in, in the news this week because uh, Councillor Liam Quaid of the Green Party, who first raised the story with us uh, last summer, um, has been following up on it yet again because Onakura was scheduled to close uh, last October. It didn't. That closure date came and went. Last September, I went down and I met some of the residents down in Onakura and we I just met some just gorgeous people, really gorgeous people and their families to discuss why they wanted to stay there. This is their home and they so wanted to stay there. The HSE, in any of its communications with ours, with us, the message has been the same. There is no alternative to this, to, 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 to the closure. Many other people say there is, of course, an alternative to the closure. But the HSE say no. So what have... The latest developments been. I've been speaking again with Councillor Liam Quaid. Councillor Liam Quaid, it's hard to believe that it is now over a year since this was first brought to our attention here on the opinion line. What was happening to the people in Onakura? Nine of them remain in the place. You and others want it kept open, want it refurbished. The HSE has set its face dead against this. So for these nine misfortunate people, we are at stalemate, aren't we? Yeah, and uh, what we're actually seeing since the Oireachtas went into an eight-week summer recess just there in mid-July is actually a renewed effort to move residents. And of most concern about that, PJ, is that facilities that hadn't really been mentioned very much prior to this um, in St. Stephen's Hospital and St. Finbar's Hospital are now being offered to residents mm. um, along with nursing homes and the main issues with both St. Stephen's and St. Finbar's are the fact that they're on hospital grounds so they're not you know, community um, houses. Mm. The residents are often sharing rooms whereas all 19 Onakura residents were in single rooms um, so it's, it's an incomparable experience to living in the middle of a town, being able to come and go freely, living close to services and shops and community life. And it's basically going from community living to institutional care. Um, 
I, I've had a long battle obtaining FOI material yeah. with regard to the closure and decision making around it and some of the material I've obtained about meetings from last July so this was just maybe a, a couple of weeks after the closure was announced yeah. showed that St Stephen's Hospital also known as Sarsfield's Court and an old age facility in North Cork yeah. which is located far outside Mallow named Mount, Mount Alvernia were two of the main facilities being discussed among managers about um, for, for yeah. moving on a core residence. Yeah. We recall that at the time. You went to Twitter in the last number of days and you published screenshots of, of quite a few articles. You might outline for listeners what, what they were. Yeah, so um, the, I suppose the, the main concern was uh, there's one ward in St. Stephen's named Unit 3, and, and that has come in for some of the most severe criticism from the Mental Health Commission. Um, and we, we, we've learned recently that that is now also being offered to Onakura residents. Now, it's important to say that Unit 3 has been under different management to other wards. This is all on the public records, and this is part of the Mental Health Commission's um, issue with Unit 3. And um, the, the other wards in St. Stephen's have generally been observed to have provided exemplary care for patients. Mm. There are issues with the premises that we are, we're all familiar with. It's in an, an isolated setting, it's ward-based, it's dorm-style rooms, and anybody is in agreement about that. But the Mental Health Commission have been on the public records um, repeatedly outlining very concerning problems with the staff culture and attitudes towards residents in Unit 3 um, in a number of reports, all of which are in the public domain. And they described the staff culture in Unit 3 as reminiscent of um, an institution from several decades ago. Now, it's also a locked ward. So imagine coming from the owner Cora Centre with all its community connections and the nurturance of staff to a locked ward. Oh, my God. Setting. That, I did, that I did not know, Liam. Yeah, no, th- that's not to say that they can't leave, but every time you would have to leave that ward, you'd have to get somebody to unlock the door. So it's, it's a very different... Um, I suppose atmosphere to live within and it's also in a substandard premises and this is also on the record from the Mental Health Commission every single uh, recent report over about four or five years for both uh, St. Catherine's Ward in St. Finbar's and for the St. Stephen's wards have identified more serious problems with the premises than they have with the Onacora Centre so this is all objective um, information um, which totally debunks the argument for basically saying to somebody from Onakura, you're going to be better off in St. Finbar's or St. Stephen's. Now, just to go back to the, the FOI material, um, Mount Alvernia, uh, uh, the old age facility in, in North Cork, that's, that wasn't used, it appears. That, but that was being discussed, and it's 60 kilometres from Middleton. There was, now, at that stage, there was no campaign around the closure. And then in September and December, we had two Oireachtas meetings, and scrutiny of moving people to St. Stephen's um, was heightened. And the, the, the HSC kind of changed course at that stage, and they offered uh, Glenwood and Carrigaline to potentially nine residents. But unfortunately, it didn't have planning permission. So that, that has now kind of gone by the wayside. So I suppose what... what the, the recent developments tell us is that the HSE isn't even trying to put a gloss on the transfer of residence anymore um, because there's no accountability for its actions and it appears it doesn't matter what is revealed about the closure or what the Iraqis Health Committee will conclude because the HSE are, are getting the green light from Minister Mary Butler regardless and there will be silence from most of our local TDs with the exception of Pat Buckley. Yeah.
And as as things stand, the HSC will have two Aractus grillings in the autumn. But I, I suspect they will just weather uh, these these um, experiences and face no consequences for any of this. Correct me if I'm wrong, Liam. Um, there's been so much toing and froing. I could well be. The Aractus committee itself wrote to Minister Butler and said, "Please do not let this happen." They, they actually, yeah, they wrote twice to her. Initially, it was it was um, a, a briefer document, and they they said that the evidence uh, for, for the, the closure rationale was unconvincing, and they recommended in, in crystal clear terms that there should be um, a reversal of that closure as a matter of urgency. And then Minister Butler wrote back um, and said basically she was deferring to the HSE on the matter, and they wrote an even more detailed um, follow up. They also wrote to Paul Reid in that, and they have since referred it to the HSE board. Um, so they've escalated it. Had the board of directors, Liam, responded to that communication? Well, my understanding is there was a communication back, but it was just before the, the summer break. So there hasn't been an opportunity for the, the committee to consider that. Yeah, okay. um, but I suppose thing, as things stand... It's very grave. And uh, there's one thing I'd like to mention. There was a very similar attempt at closure of a service in County Leash in April. Mm-hmm. And it was almost a carbon copy of the same playbook that the building was not fit for purpose. The residents had to move. And there's three TDs in that constituency. And all of them came out in unison very strongly um, against this. And the, the HSC immediately backtracked. The nine people that we understand to be still there... Um, we didn't expect this a year ago, Liam, looking into the second year of this saga. Where do you think it's going to go, honestly? Uh, like, uh, all the indicators are that the HSC will plow on and that they will, um, they will, they, they, there will be no check on, on their um, decision to do so. Um, so, I mean, we have absolutely tried everything with this. And I, I think, you, you know, I, I've, I've uh, identified concerns with moving people to substandard um, accommodation, but also Garnish House is also being offered to people. Now, Garnish House is meant to be temporary, and yeah. the HSE only have a lease on that in, in the Western Road until the end of this year. So you, you can imagine, if you're somebody who's been in limbo in Onakura for the last uh, 13, 14 months, and now you, the proposition is that you go to Garnish House and you don't know whether you'll be there beyond December... So, it, like all of this, uh, the, the only conclusion I can draw from this is that it's an attempt to accelerate the closure and basically make it a fait accompli um, or close to it before the Oireachtas resumes. And at that point, you'll have such a, a hollowed-out service that you'll have a few residents maybe remaining and they just won't have the morale to, 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 to hold out any longer. Resist, resist. Liam, thank you once again for speaking with us on the Opinion Line on this ongoing story that we have pledged to stay with until the bitter end, whatever that might be. Uh, thank you as always. Thanks very much, PJ. That's Councillor Liam Quaid. Um, he published a life. If you follow Liam on Twitter, he publishes screenshots of all of the articles and all of the reports he refers to. It's all in the public domain. And yet the insistence from HSE up to the very last time we spoke to them about this is that there is no alternative to shutting on a Quartz 96 FM. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.